This is the Sterling Vineyard Sundays podcast. We're a church passionate about encountering Jesus and sharing his love with our city. To find out more about who we are, visit our website at sterlingvineyard.co.uk. It's so good to be here this morning. Um, yeah, we're just really excited about what's uh, what God's got in, in store for us as a church over this next uh, few months. Um, so, yeah, if you don't know who we are, um, my name's Ali, um, and I'm married to Fiona. Um, we have two kids, um, one, Cooper, who you've probably seen us doing our expert parenting, just handing him our phone just to watch YouTube uh, this morning, uh, whatever keeps a three-year-old occupied, right? Um, so he's, yeah, he's great. He's a total whirlwind, and uh, yeah. Just a total blessing. And, and then we have Jessie, who um, some of you might think, why would you put a bow on a boy? Um, but she's not a boy. She's a guy, a girl. Um, and, um, yeah, so we just need to really emphasize that by putting a bow on her head. Um, and she's up the back there with one of her stand-in parents, Uncle Steve, um, who is related by blood, I must, I must add. But, yeah, we're so thankful for all of, all of our wonderful church family who totally step in and, and and yeah, like here, hand me your hand me your baby. They say to us, uh, let you go off and do what you do, and and uh, I'll look after the kids. So it's yeah, we really feel totally blessed uh, to have you guys looking out for us. Um, yeah. So if we haven't met yet, there are quite a lot of new faces, which is really exciting. If we haven't met yet, uh, maybe you maybe you're thinking I'm not new. I've been coming for six months. Why don't you know who I am? Um, please do come and speak to me and introduce yourself. Um, I am. Uh, yeah, I'd just love to know and find out who you are and a little bit more about you. And, and yeah, and you can do all the same with me. So, um, as Dan mentioned this morning, oh man, I sound really deep, don't I? <laughs> uh, as, Dan, <coughs> as Dan mentioned this morning, uh, we have the real privilege of hosting the CU uh, Sterling Uni um, Church Search uh, this morning. Um, we love the work that the CU do with our students in our city. And CU and NAVS, yeah, we have, have such a valuable input into our students' lives. Um, yeah, and we just love all of our wonderful students that come to this church. You're a really, really valuable part of who we are. We miss you when you're not here. It's like, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Who's going to look after Jesse? Like, so, um, yeah, we really, we really love it when you're around. We love it when you're uh, back home in your home churches as well, blessing them. So, um yeah, one of the values that we hold here at the vineyard is everyone gets to play, and um, and so yeah, that is just a just a kind of guess. Shout out to everyone here. If you're looking for a place to get stuck in and serve and grow, then you know this could be the place for you. Um, and yeah, we would just love uh, love for you to put down roots here. Sign, you know, there's no membership process that we have in in the vineyard. Um, it's literally you give us your email address and you're in. Like that's it's as simple as that. You don't. Oh uh, yeah, and you get then you get put on a. You know, we'll, save, we'll tell them that later. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's literally like sign up like you would to a, a mailing list. Uh, you know, there's no special ceremony. If you want, I can do a little you know kind of cross like that, and and that's you ordained into the into the vineyard. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm rambling. I'm not sticking to my script, but it's good. Wrap it up, this Fiona says. So uh, yeah, when um when we were planning uh, this t- this kind of term ahead. Um, we, we actually had this talk, uh, our Vision Sunday, penciled in for two weeks ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, just Andrew McNench, who was visiting from Falkirk Vineyard, couldn't do this day that he was supposed to be coming, so he has to swap. And you know what? Totally God's timing, like, in terms of everything, not just having uh, students here with us, 
but just, um, yeah, we really feel like it's the right message for today. Um, it's, uh, so yeah, so today um, we are going to be looking at our, our vision for, for the next year and kind of having a little bit of a look back about what's happened in the past year. Some of you, some of you will have been around for that, some of you won't have. Um, so yeah, we're just going to be picking out some and celebrating some highlights of what God's been, God's been doing in our church. And um, yeah, uh, it was... Um, yeah, you know, like Sterling Vineyard's been going almost four years now. Uh, we'll celebrate our fourth birthday in November. Um, and yeah, a lot has changed. A lot has changed uh, in those four years. Um, half of them have been from behind, doing church from behind a screen. Um, and uh, that was just an incredible challenge, but just an incredible blessing just to be able to continue doing church and meeting together through that. Um, so, yeah, for those of you who don't know who we are, uh, Sterling Vineyard. We were planted out of Catalyst Vineyard in Aberdeen. Last week, we had Chuck Free- had the pleasure of having Chuck and Taryn Freeland down from Catalyst Vineyard uh, just to share with us. So they they commissioned and sent out Hannah, who's sitting at the back there with uh, with Levi, um, and she um, you know she was just pursuing God's call for Sterling uh, that that had been placed on her heart. Um, you know the church started as a small group, just meeting in Hannah's home. And it, it grew to then a meeting in the library here in this school. Um, and then um, in September 2019, uh, which coincided with when uh, myself and Fiona started coming along to the church, uh, uh, we, launched, um, we launched regular Sunday services here in, in Stirling High in the Assembly Hall. And um, yeah, you know what? It's just been fantastic to see uh, just everyone rallying together. Um, to 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 bring what what we have today and and yeah we're just so thankful for God to God for his for his faithfulness in that. Um, it was actually a year to the day, and um, well a year to what you know 365 days ago that we um that we started back in person services uh, in this building after a very long hiatus online. Um, you know we we started fortnightly. Uh, until we just gathered a bit of momentum and strengthened our teams and just familiarized ourselves with what we were doing uh, and before we went back to meet, uh, weekly gatherings. Um, and, you know, looking back, it's really hard to remember. I really I had to had to do a bit of internet research to find out how long ago. It feels like we've been doing this forever, but also not, not at all. Um, so I was really surprised to, to see that it was actually a year to the day um, so uh, yeah, it all kind of seems to merge together into one. It's like what was what was lockdown, what wasn't, um, and uh, yeah. So we, you know, in the past, since since that time, we've launched and relaunched uh, some amazing ministries um, that we're really, uh, yeah, that we just feel, feel really blessed to be able to put on. So we have S- SV Kids and SV Minis um, for our young people. Um, We've launched family services, and just a huge um, thanks and shout out to to Rebecca for her incredible hard work and dedication in setting those up. So, um, and that's an opportunity just to give Rebecca a little bit of a round of applause there. Ah, uh, you should have clapped for longer. I missed time taking my drink. Um, and what else have we seen in the past year? We've, we've been able to offer some things for our youth uh, for the first time, which is really exciting. We've seen some, uh, we're just, yeah, we're just so excited to see um, people and young people of all ages coming to church and coming just to, to develop in their faith. Um, 
and you know, we're really looking to develop uh, something for our youth that is sustainable in the long term. Uh, so we're working on that. We're taking baby steps at the moment with that. Um, but yeah, we're really looking ahead to just to how we can provide energy and value and discipleship to our to our emerging generation. Um, We've had a baptism, which was amazing. We've dedicated three babies, two of which were our own. So uh, I'm particularly pleased about that. That was awesome. Um, and we've had two more born into the church family. So it's true uh, organic tr- church growth at its finest. Um, you know, we've seen a shift and change in some of our um, small groups and small group leaders. We've had new staff come on board. Um, and then, of course, the temporary transition into the leadership um, uh, of the leadership team here with Hannah taking maternity leave and myself and Fiona just stepping in to fill the gap while she is enjoying a nice baby holiday. Um, no, I can't say that because I have, because Jesse is so young, I know how difficult it is. And, uh, and yeah, it's, um, we're just really want to just... Uh, on Hannah and bless her in this time. It is definitely not a holiday. <laughs> yeah. Cool, I can feel the eyes glaring at me from the front row. I shouldn't have said that. So all in all, it's just been uh, an incredible year with loads to celebrate. And I might not sound too enthusiastic about that, but that's, I'm really trying to sound enthusiastic. You just can't tell with the tone of my, uh, of my voice. But yeah, we're just really thankful to God for his faithfulness and provision in the last year. And we're just so excited for what's to come. Um, so yeah, so uh, Fiona is going to bring our next part. We kind of could do this a bit of like a tag team duo here. Um, just get, yeah, just to, to share. And <laughs> not yet, not yet, no. no I'm okay. Right, uh, it's over to you. I just knew that you'd ramble on. Like, see when he goes off script, he just goes, goes for it. Um, so What hasn't changed over the last uh, few years is the vision that God gave Sterling Vineyard Church. Um, And yeah, you can see it up on the banner here. It's going to come up on the screen behind me. Um, But really, we are uh, a group of people passionate about encountering Jesus and sharing his love with our city. We want to bring hope through serving the people and the city of Stirling and take God's presence with us as we go. And we want to encourage each other to live lives of uh, love, freedom and purpose in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. So you can see that there we've got encountering Jesus, serving our city and taking God's presence as we go. Um, and some of you who've maybe been around the vineyard for a little while might know of uh, John Wimber. Um, who founded the Vineyard Movement, Um, and he said this, we don't seek God's power, we seek his presence. His power and everything else we need is always found in his presence. And I just want to dwell on that first point for a little bit as we reflect back on this last year and look ahead, this point of encountering Jesus. For followers of Jesus, time spent in his presence is essential. It's there where we're renewed in our identity as friends of Jesus and beloved children of God. Um, And as mentioned before, uh, one of the things that that we do um, as part of the vineyard, as part of Sterling Vineyard, is um, have our small groups. And we place a high priority on our small groups because it's here that we connect with one another on a more personal level. um, But it's also a place where we can go deeper in our relationship with God. And we've had some fantastic small groups in the past year, and we're so excited um, to see uh, what is to come with our new groups that start tomorrow. 
And small groups aren't the only place where we're able to pursue his presence collectively. Uh, we've had some amazing times of worship and prayer at our worship team gatherings. Um, and we're looking to organize more of those in the future. Our vision for Kids Church is uh, to have fun and to encounter Jesus. Um, we've had some great laughs together, um, in particular, um, and Abby can keep me right here, the kids fondly retelling the story of how Pete nominated himself to be Goliath. Um, and I think Pete, Pete alone is up about, what, six feet, so he stood in a chair, I think it was an extra seven or eight feet high, and the kids got to throw it bean bags, yeah, bean bags at his head uh, in, in our lesson on David and Goliath, so they just loved that. Um, but also, uh, we've been exploring um, opportunities to spend time in his presence as well, and to Jesus' presence, and pursue the Holy Spirit. Um, so one of our kids' lessons, uh, we really focused on prayer. We had a kind of prayer sta uh, station set up that morning, um, a little bit different from usual. And we used uh, kind of creative elements like Play-Doh and sand um, and some other um, ways of basically to facilitate kind of reflection, thanksgiving, prayer, and also interceding for others and teaching the kids how to be kind of uh, praying um, over and praying with people. And we believe that the stories from our kids' church have the power to encourage uh, and build up big church. Um, so I'm, I'm a kids' leader, uh, so I often use the term big church, so that's what I mean by you guys. Um, and we just want to hear more. We want to hear more stories from, our, from what the kids are doing because they're having fun. They're learning about Jesus. They're pushing in. Um, and we just want to encourage you guys as well with that. Um, so we're going to dedicate some time as well. Um, we might even get our kids in and share what they've been up to. Um, and Ali mentioned it previously, one of the amazing things about Vineyard Churches is the emphasis that everyone gets to play. Um, some of you might know Katie Wilson, who's um, children's pastor at Belfast City Vineyard, and she kind of oversees a lot of the kids, or she has in the past overseen kids' ministries um, across the country. And she says, in order for the church to be the dynamic, culture-changing, heart-shaping family Jesus intends for it to be, it must involve everyone, from the littlest to the least. For when the powerful presence of God comes and revives, it comes for a generation in its entirety, young and old. So kids' church is as much a part of the body of Christ as big church, and we must never lose sight of that. And the well-known verse in Matthew, let the children come to me, don't stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. So we love our kids, we love our kids' church, we want to prioritize our kids and, and that time that they have um, learning about and encountering Jesus. Um, and I guess I'm just going to go off script for a second and just say, if you want to be part of that, come and speak to me. We're looking for more people to be on our kids' teams, um, you know, and it's nothing to be scared of. Um, you don't have to come up with any big, fancy, all singing, all dancing lesson. Um, I, I write lessons that are there to use. You can literally pick it up and use it as you wish. Lots of activities and games and things like that. Um, if you don't want to lead, then you can always come on as a helper as well. And sometimes helping is quite good because you get to be part of the fun and, and be a bit silly um, without maybe as much of the responsibility. But um, yeah, we love our kids and we just want to do more. We want to grow our kids' ministry more. Um, so if you want to be part of that, please come and speak to me.
So um, we also want to express God's generosity. Um, you know, everything that we do in this church is only uh, possible because of the generosity shown by so many of you who are committed to giving financially. And um, yeah, we're just so grateful for, for your commitment to that. Um, as a church, uh, we're committed to being generous uh, within uh, with the resources that we have and, and we want to aim to serve our city. So a year ago, we uh, committed as a church to giving away 10% of all of our income um, to local charities. Uh, most of you will have heard us talk about uh, the work that we do with um, Christians, uh, as Christians Against Poverty and Startup Sterling. It's important not to get those uh, the wrong way around. Um, but yeah, we just love um, the work that these charities do in our city and we yeah, just really feel honored to support them. Um, so in the last year, we've given over £3,000 in gifts uh, to char charitable organizations, and, um, and we, want to, we want to continue to do that, and we want to give away more. Um, so it's not, just, um, it's not just the money that people are generous with, of course, um, the amount of time and energy uh, um, which, you know, which you church members pour into serving through organized ministries or individuals beyond uh, the church. You know, we're just so grateful um, for those who generously serve and help us to facilitate what God is doing here in Sterling. So last Christmas, uh, we contributed to the Give a Gift uh, campaign where we donated gifts to, uh, to children in our local community who've experienced hardship. And just recently, we had uh, SV Community Sunday where we picked up litter, prayed for our uh, city and gave out coffee vouchers and gift bags to people. You know, we want to do more uh, to love and bless people in this city and, um, and our local communities. And uh, we're just so thankful for, the, for all of your ideas uh, for, um, for when we'll do that, uh, do that again. You know, we really want to do our community Sundays on a regular basis and not just let it be a, a one-off. Uh, so um, you may not be aware uh, just how vineyard churches operate, um, but we are entirely self-sufficient. Um, we don't get any outside support from the vineyard movement. Um, they don't pay staff. Vineyard UK don't pay staff salaries. They don't fund our ministries. Um, all of what we do on a Sunday and throughout the week comes from the generous giving of our church members. Um, you know, without that faithful support, we wouldn't be able to do what we currently do. We wouldn't be able to be in this room. Um, uh, we wouldn't be able to have the tea and coffee. We wouldn't be able to have the the this you know everything that you see here. So um, with that in mind, like we d I just really wanted to just really briefly just take you through, you know, how we've used the church's money this year. We feel like it's a really important part of, um, of as, uh, as a leadership team just to be open and transparent with, with where, where the funds go. Um, and so, um, yeah, we, we, we aim to do this um, every, every year. So our financial year runs um, September to August, so it's, it's, just, it's just closed. And in that last year, um, we uh, received £33,500 of donations um, from church members. So that is fantastic. You know, that was up about a third on the previous year. And, yeah, we really noticed that as the church, as the church grows in size, uh, so, do, so does the, the church's uh, donations. So that's, that's brilliant. Um, we spent, as a church, um, £28,800. And um, for whatever reason, Sterling Council haven't invoiced us for the use of this premises in the past 12 months. So we have four and a half thousand pounds set aside for that. Um, so um, leaving us with a grand total surplus income of 200 pounds for the past year. So 
I think that just, you know, it goes to show that we as a church, we're not in it to make money. We're not in it to make, to store up lots of profit and, you know, stash it away. You know, we, you know, we're using what we have uh, to, to, to put on what, what we've got here um, and in terms of supporting our ministries. Um, so yeah, just real quick, like the biggest you can you've you've seen the slide on the screen, the biggest um, the biggest items of, of of where the money goes. But yeah, operational costs—that's kind of everything to do with all the licenses, like um, insurance, subscriptions, our staff um, who contribute approximately to two days per week between them. So you know, we really don't have a very big staff team who who. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the time is is donated um, to help put on what we do. Um, but yeah, you've you've seen the slides on the screen, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna the figures on the screen. I'm not gonna dwell on them. If there's anything that sticks out that you want to just chat to me about at the end, then you can you can come up and and speak to me then. Um, so yeah, so just um, for full transparency, I just want to let you know that I uh, personally have taken on uh, the one day week employment by Sterling Vineyard during the and Hannah's maternity leave. Um, and it, it's just been a real eye-opener, eye I think, for me, just to see how much goes on behind the screens, just how, uh, behind the screens, behind the scenes, um, uh, and just, just how much uh, just how much time and effort it takes to, to, to lead a church. And, and I just want to take this opportunity just to really honor Hannah um, and all that she has done. Um, she's poured her heart and soul into Sterling Vineyard from uh, starting it from... Uh, a small group of six or eight people in our living room to uh, to to what it is uh, today and and we just love uh, yeah we just love her and uh, we're so thankful for her so that's your opportunity for another clap so um yeah and you know what we would just love to be in a place as a church where we can where we can um cover more of our time to to help to facilitate everything that we have um that we would love to do here at Stone and Vineyard and birth new ministries and, and bless more people and see more people come to know Jesus. So the things that you've heard about uh, today uh, so far are only possible because so many of you are actively involved in serving in, in the church. and um, We've only had the resources to do these things because so many of you are committed to giving financially. And all this is to say that we... Um, that we're pretty much at the limit of what we could sustainably sustainably continue to do. You know, you see that we, if we have a surplus income of two hundred pounds um, for the year, you know, if you, church, we can keep doing what you see today. But you know, we don't want to stop there. We we want to see more. We want to do more. We want to, like I said, we want to bless more people. We want to see more people come to know Jesus. Um, you know, we want to advance God's kingdom in Sterling and. Um, and we want to partner with and alongside other organizations who want to see that too. Um, we would also... I'm sorry, I lost my place. So yeah, we would also just uh, love to have a place of our own. You know what? You know, we meet in the school on a Sunday and it's great. And we're so thankful to the local council who, who open up the facilities and to the janitors who are absolutely incredible. So supported, uh, supportive of what we do. Um, but we would just love to have a, a place that we can call, call our own, where we can start new ministries, where we can train and equip our teams, where we can facilitate worship gatherings, where we can uh, just gather together to serve others. Um, and that is that is our like that. If that's the one thing, like the dream that we have for the next few years, that that is. 
that's that's up there with kind of what we want to where we want to go. Um, so we would just love to use this opportunity um, for you to prayerfully consider your current giving um, and how and how we all can contribute um, to the future of this church and to the city and the wider area. Um, so that's 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 the money side. Like we're not going to dwell on it. Um, but yeah, we would just love love for you to to have a think about if if, the, if there's anything that you can give, or if you want to, you know, if you're uh, just a weekly weekly giver with cash, if you want to just sign up, uh, you can go to our website. You can do a standing order, and it all does it for you. And you can claim gift aid back on that, which is incredibly valuable to us as a charity. So the last point on our banner, so that's serving our city. The last point in our banner is taking God's presence as we go. So do you know that nearly every visiting speaker that we've had to come and visit us in the last year, and there's been what, maybe four or five, they've all commented on how welcome that they feel here in Sterling Vineyard. And I think that is just a testament to, to you wonderful, happy, smiley faces who are looking back at me. Uh, yeah, wonderful round of applause, Fiona. Thank you. Uh, you know, we are we we love that we're part of such a welcoming uh, group of people here, and we just want to push into that connection and to be a um, you know facilitate a place where people can feel feel part of a family. Uh, we want people to be known and loved and to be supportive uh, supported through through the good times and and the hard times as well. So looking ahead to the coming year. And um, after a prayerful discussion with um, with some of our team, um, yeah, we just we we feel that um, God is inviting us to press into a, a few things this year. Um, firstly, um, was a shared desire to bring church back and uh, back together and rebuild connections, and we really feel the word community just been really pressed on our hearts. And that's not that's community in the sense of as a group of people in this room. But that's also in the sense of, of why our our communities and blessing others, and that was the real, the real, um, I guess the, the the main idea behind our 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 community Sunday that we want to do so much more of. You know, we um, we're pursuing rebuilding our community and connecting through some social events. So you'll have seen on the slides earlier, um, you know, we've come up with this really clever name of Friday night socials, and it was like really difficult to think of. Um, and then, and then we're like, right, what can we do? And we listed out all the events, and they were like, um, oh, I think that's actually on a Saturday this year. Um, but that doesn't matter. We're going to do things that happen on Saturdays as well, and they'll come under the Friday night socials thing. And you just have to pretend that it's a Friday and that you have an extra long weekend or whatever. But um, yeah, we're just really excited about what's coming up. Some of it is planned. Some of it is still to be planned. But yeah, we've got um, we've got a range of things coming up. So so look out again. That's the real importance of of being of connecting with us as a family, signing up, and uh, and so we can tell you about all the wonderful things that are coming up. You know, yesterday, I don't know if you saw on on our Instagram feed, but there was a picture of a certain gentleman uh, having a great time bouncing around on a trampoline, who was me, um, and I I don't know how I lucked out at being invited to the to the uh, to the kids social. Um, partly because I was there to supervise my three-year-old, but I, I think I had as much fun as, as everyone else, and it was really great just to be at the trampoline park with our, with our kids. Um, you know, we've got youth socials, we've had them in the past, we've got one coming up next Friday. 
this Friday coming up. So pizza and quiz, quiz about pizza. Um, so excited for that. So swap on all your on your knowledge of pizzas. Um, I don't think that's what the quiz is about, but um, I think that joke's been made before, and it didn't get as many laughs as ja- as Dan's terrible joke um, a couple of weeks ago. So um, that being, yeah. Oh, and what else do we have? We have. Oh, we have some things for our students and the young adults to get involved in as well. We've got our our students' lunch, which is happening on the 2nd of October, which is really exciting. And, um, and yeah, we've got more that we would like to do. But again, it's about taking the baby steps and, and, do it, and uh, creating something that's sustainable and that we can carry on into the future. So um, I, that, that being said, yeah, it might sound that we've got lots on. But if you see a gap or if you see a need somewhere, and please come and speak to me. Please come and speak to Fiona, and and tell us how what you know what what the event is that you would like to organise. You know we 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 completely acknowledge that we can't do everything ourselves, um, and we don't have this. You know, yeah, we we don't know what what everybody wants to do. So if you if you see a need, you want to organise. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know bowling night or you know something really exciting like that. Laser tag. Um, come up, speak to me. And I will say, that sounds an amazing idea. Go and organize it, and I will arrange for people to come. So that is, is, that's, that's what that's going to look like. So just be prepared that if you have an idea, I'm going to ask you to organize it. So just be careful. Um, but yeah, we just really want to do more and, uh, and just really press into the community feel that we have. And just you know, really, as we, as we, I think as we get to know each other better, We'll, be, we'll become uh, more like family. We'll feel more comfortable in each other's presence. We'll be able to go deeper. We'll be able to yeah, just, just really push into things of the spirit and it'll feel uh, more comfortable and, um, and, and more relaxed as we do that. So yeah, we're really, really keen on the community. But secondly, uh, uh, Fiona's going to talk to you a little bit more about what we want to do. Yeah, so we want to see everyone grow in their relationship with God and invest in personal discipleship and see people grow in their gifting as well. Um, We've had a recurring uh, word crop up over the past few weeks, um, which is, what are you doing with the talent in the room? And one of our personal passions, Ali and I, um, is about um, developing and nurturing leaders. Uh, we want to see people grow into the calling that God has on their life. Uh, and we know that this can be achieved through discipleship and mentoring, as well as teaching and training. And we're really excited to be running our prayer course uh, this term in our small groups um, and have some ideas to host Alpha as well in the future and maybe into um, the new year. Uh, Marriage course as well. Uh, We've done the pre-marriage before uh, with one of our couples. Um, It's so good. Uh, It's it's such a good resource. And we've heard great things about the marriage course as well. And we want to use these these courses um, in the coming year as a way to both strengthen and equip those within the church um, but also create a space where people can uh, get excited to bring their friends or to, to invite their neighbor along to, particularly things like Alpha. It's such an amazing way just to get um, people along and hearing um, about God, have that conversation about faith, have conversation about life um, as well. And finally, um, just to kind of round everything up, uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago when we began our mini-series on the book of James uh, that we wanted to build on the foundations that Hannah had, uh, has laid out for Sterling Vineyard. 
to focus on what God um, is already doing and to be challenged and encouraged to press into what God has for us in the future. And an area that we keep being reminded of is the role that the local church um, can have in advancing the kingdom of God by communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ in word and practice. Um, and this quote, I, I, if you go back to the Debbie Wright one, um, I, I put this up on the screen a few weeks ago uh, when we were kind of doing our introduction to the series of James, and I just love it. So Debbie Wright, uh, John and Debbie Wright are our kind of um, national um, kind of overseers, national directors of the Vineyard Churches, um, and Debbie says this, we are a growing movement of churches built on God's transforming word who worship God with passion intimacy and expectation we are God's children empowered by his spirit extending his kingdom together everywhere and in every way we want to serve people especially the poor and vulnerable we want to communicate the good news of Jesus with compassion and generosity we want we will make disciples develop leaders plant churches and contribute to the blessing of the whole body of Christ and I just love that I want to be part of that don't you? You'll be part of that. Um, and we just that is our prayer for Sterling, for Sterling Vineyard, particularly this season. Um, and one of the reasons why we wanted to, to explore a bit more about the book of James, uh, where it kind of really emphasizes this faith in action. And throughout his letters, James highlights that a faithful believer uh, will desire to follow hard after God and that right living is the evidence and result of faith. And you can see this wise instruction um, and calling to become radical followers of Jesus throughout chapters 4 and 5. So um, we don't have time today. I've already um, kind of gone on probably. We need to wrap it up soon. Um, we don't have time to go through James in, in detail. But I really do encourage you to, um, to, to reread it uh, in your own time. You can catch up on our podcast. Uh, but really, we've just taken a whisk-stop tour to explore and share some of the practical ways that we can love, serve, and bless our communities over the last few weeks. And there's so much more that we could have unpacked. Um, so I do encourage you to go back and reflect in your own time. But James ends his letter in chapter 5 with an encouragement about prayer, uh, stressing the weight and magnitude of prayer for every believer. And so there's some verses that are just going to come up on the screen, just kind of emphasizing that last uh, couple of paragraphs of James, which is kind of titled The Power of Prayer. It says, are you suffering in hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you've committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. So this is um, a powerful, uh, often misunderstood passage, but there's a few obvious pointers that we can take away. And I'm just going to run through those uh, just now. First of all, pray. That's it. James urges us to pray. Pray all the time. We're pray, we have to pray when we're suffering. We have to, to sing praise when we're happy. We're instructed to pray for healing when someone is sick. And Jesus reminds us um, that the Christian life is not to be lived alone. 
And we should count on others. We should ask others for prayer. We should get alongside each other in church, out with church, in support and prayer. Um, Particularly when we're suffering and through the ups and downs, we're to remain dependent on the Lord. And also at first glance, it does seem like God promises physical healing to the one who's prayed in faith. Uh, We're about to embark on a new series, uh, which we're really excited about, called uh, Kingdom Come. And we're going to be exploring areas like the kingdom of God, um, Holy Spirit, healing in more detail. But the key point um, in verse 16, confess your sins and pray for each other so that you may be healed. You know, God offers us something uh, so much more than physical healing. He offers us spiritual healing and forgiveness so that one day we will be completely set free from all of sin, all sickness and death, and we'll be with God in heaven. You know, James encourages us that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, but he was also a man who believed in the power of prayer. We don't really know, um, you know, what if if uh, he was eloquent or more than me uh, but anyway we don't know if he was eloquent or if he had an extraordinary gift of faith uh, but we do know that he was righteous faithful and diligent in prayer and you know sometimes we don't get the answers that we want but we can trust um that that god is good and will answer to his perfect will And just in those final verses and into the final verse uh, of the book of James, James expresses the magnitude of this living faith. So the whole reason that we kind of explored James, took through this kind of mini-series, looking at Community Sunday and pushing into this year, you know, it says, My dear brothers and sisters, if someone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back, you can be sure that whoever brings a sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. You know, we have a responsibility as the church to serve compassionately, to speak lovingly and truthfully, to live in obedience to God's commands and to love one another. We want to grow into, you know, being more into being a church that partners with God in the extending of his kingdom. We want to create more space for ministry. We want to push in to signs and wonders from the Holy Spirit. We want to hear your stories of healings, of dreams, uh, of words and prophecy fulfilled. We want to hear stories from our kids, mentioned it earlier, our students, uh, our young adults. We want to see God's kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why don't we stand together? Thanks for listening to the Sterling Vineyard Sundays podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, please visit our website at sterlingvineyard.co.uk or find us on social media at Sterling Vineyard Church.